Welcome to Designing Hollywood. We have a beautiful guest with us today, the very, very talented, very talented, uh, Mona May. And you've seen many of her films, but you're going to get a feeling and a sense of who she is now. She's lovely. Welcome, Hi. Mona. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Nice to be here. Really great to be here. I admire you and your work, beautiful work over the years. Thank and, you. Know, you. It's nice to be here and sharing our little secrets and stories, you know. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, you know, you have a, a, which I never really got one relationship that was really strong with an actor. But mm -hmm. you and Drew Barrymore yes. really connected. Yes, very much so, very much so. I mean... Uh, it's it's been such a you know long relationship. We met on uh, Never Been Kissed, which was one of her first uh, producing uh, films that she did with her company Flower Films, and that just you know made us best friends immediately because the movie was so heavy costume wise. It was right. such an amazing story to tell through the costumes, and you know she's very involved in just. Every little piece of clothing, and I mean, in a day she was sh going shopping to me to Lomans, and you know, changing yeah. in the big fitting room. That was before the phones, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And over the years, you know, I did Wedding Singer with her, and recently it was Santa Clarita Diet, and it's just so great. You know, now she's an adult and mom of two, and you know, wow. different body shape, and we all have to work with that, but still the friendship remained and. You know, we both are very much girls' girls, and I think that's what bonded us. You know, she's the size she wants to be. Uh, you know, she doesn't have to be size zero. She's very, you know, comfortable in her skin. She loves to empower women, you know, to be who they are, to believe in themselves. It's so nice to hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It so really I think is. It's, a, it's a really great relationship, and, um, you know, she's she's an amazing person. She's such a force. And are you working with her recent, anything recent? Uh, just the Santa Clarita Diet. It was three seasons for Netflix. Oh, I caught that. I could not believe yeah, it. Yeah, that was I, really fun. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I, it was fun. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, you know, a lot of blood, a lot of multiple clothes. and But it was really great because she kind of grew from being kind of a mom, uh, real estate agent, very conservative clothes. And as she, you know, became cannibal and ate humans yeah. and uh, she became more empowered so she her clothes changed she became much more high fashion she built a range robber you know and it was really <laughs> kind of a interesting you know sh transition for her uh you know i think it was a something we can all use maybe not eating humans but yeah, some kind yeah. of you know something that empowers us that makes us feel we can do anything you know that we are okay and yes. uh yeah Yes, even though you're eating people, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, be great. it was great. It, it's great. It was great. No, but what about what, Timothy? Did you get along with Oh, him? my God, Timothy Oliphant, the most handsome guy in Hollywood. I mean, he, <laughs> he uh, seriously, I, I'm like drooling every time. I was like, fitting with Tim, okay, girls. You know, and the producers, are, you know, female producers are coming into the fitting, of course. Uh, but he has the most perfect body. He was a swimmer. You know, in a great shape and beautiful blue eyes. And I mean, now a little bit of, you know, salt and pepper hair. And, you know, it was great to just, he was kind of like a stoner, a little bit slacker. Um, 
So, you know, he was kind of very comfortable in his in his skin, too. You know, relaxed. It was Santa Clarita Diet, California. You know, he yeah. would wear flip-flops. And they and connected nicely. They, beautiful. Yeah, it was a great relationship. Yeah, I yeah. saw that yeah. uh, on camera. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the whole family, everybody had kind of a nice uh, connection and energy together, you know. Yeah, it was very cool. So important that so comes across. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, it makes also a good set. It makes also oh, a good set. Is. Oh, yeah, look at them. Here this is. is when they were trying to be professional, you know, with their with their suits and stuff. But real then estate. kind of real estate, yeah. But then kind of gave away to, you know, for him more polos and kind of more relaxed way of dressing. And she really went into, like, you know, designers. From the Calvin Klein suits, she went to... Uh, McQueen suit, you know, which was like super sharp. No, she looks great. Yeah, but it was funky, you know, like cool belts and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of aging, a lot of blood. Uh, as I said, a lot of multiple clothes. We had to have, you know, five or six of or course. seven or ten yeah. of the outfits oh, for her. Um, That's what, you know, what we have to do with the... Yeah, but people don't realize. I think that audiences don't realize how much work it goes into something, you know, just (laughs) one human killing takes so much clothes and then they all have to be altered and they all have to be, you know, then we have to have, if we should have a sequence, you have to have the wet, the dirty one first and then you have to have the clean one and then in between, you know, so all the different stages. So I did Die Hard, I had to have 17 of those undershirts lined up in right. in the proper degradation yep. because you don't know what scene they're going to use it. And yeah. then I had to have 17 more oh, yeah. of the uh, stunt double. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the same yep. degradation yep. period. Stunt doubles. And it was just unbelievable. <laughs> it was crazy. I know. I think the hardest one was uh, Enchanted because Amy Adams wore this giant white dress, yeah. wedding dress, that she came from the animated world and into live action. Yeah. And so much happened to her in New York City. She, that's she, This was one of her first films, yes, wasn't it? Yes, one of the big she movies. I mean, she's been in other movies, but that was really what I think brought featured her, her. Featured yeah. her, brought her fame. Uh, I mean, the dress was uh, pretty intense because, you know, when you're designing something in animation, it's 2D, it's very flat. And when you think of princess, it always has the big sleeves and tiny little waist. Yeah, and yeah. So now how do you create that on a human body? So the, the skirt has to become ginormous, you know, like king and I or bigger, giant sleeves. So king really have the I animation think. proportion yeah. on a human. So. I mean, this was 200 yards of fabric, you know, layers and layers and big metal hoop that she had to run around, you know, around That's central. Cr- in yeah, New I mean, York, in Times In New Square. York, yeah. So well. we had actually 11 of those dresses. So we had a clean one. We had a wet one. We had a stunt yeah. one, the one that she's hanging off the billboard. We had a half dress that she was in the manhole in Times Square, which was a whole other thing. I mean, oh, Amy God. Adams in the real manhole in Times Square. Very stinky, very stinky. But... um it was a very challenging because this is not an easy dress to make and to have to have 11 of those dresses, it's you know. Amazing. Yeah, it was a whole just trailer for the dresses. Unbelievable. Yeah. What, yeah. Which studio or where did you, uh, well, where that, was your workroom? That movie actually was shot in New York. So I actually started designing the film here. It was a seven-month prep. It was one of the most challenging projects I've ever done because it was an animation, so it's 2D animation, so you're drawing, like, cartoons. Mm-hmm. Then those costumes that I designed in the 2D had to be made in live action, so 
on a human. Right. And then yet then it was a transformation to a CGI. So, the, for example, the Susan Sarandon character, the evil queen Nerissa, was 2D animation, live action, and then CGI dragon. My God. So it would be very seamlessly go from one medium to another. And it was it was quite intense. Because did you know that? Uh, did you understand what that was before you... You started that film. Did you learn I all about learned, it? I mean, I think I was quite naive. I didn't really know all the details. You know, I thought I knew, but no. Once you really get into it, you, right. you know, you're working with animators first because they just design. They don't think of, uh, you know, human bodies, really actors' bodies, you know, or gravity. Like one of our uh, actors that was a sidekick to the prince, Timothy Spall, you know, he was quite large actors. And when they started drawing the character, they put him in little mini shorts. And I was like, okay, people, he's going to be running around New York City <laughs> in one doing? outfit pretty much. I don't think he can wear little mini shorts. So, you know, I had to get involved into designing everything from scratch. That's why the prep was so long. Then manufacturing the costumes, we started sure. in L.A., everything, you know, I mean, the, uh, pretty much look at the prince outfit was amazing i mean that was like almost he's so cute oh, oh engineering of the sleeves yeah. and how big they had to be in our first fitting they were so big we couldn't even see his head oh. <laughs> but again it was that animated that proportion is... that we had to create yeah. Yeah. you know the chest was padded his butt was padded i mean really to kind of give that very much of a you learn something you really yes i love it i mean I, that's really my thing i want to learn you know it's like with yeah. Stuart little you know that was really my first for, foray into animation. I got to design the movie Stuart Little 2. Rob Minkoff was the director. And that was my first design of CGI animated character. So there was wow. a little Stuart that was four inches tall that was a mouse and had to look like he goes to shop at the Gap. <laughs> so how do you design that? Only in the computer. You never make any clothes from real material. Uh, you get the model from the animators, and then with the illustrator, brilliant uh, Felipe Sanchez, uh, worked with me for many years and uh, on that movie as well because we did hundreds and hundreds of drawings of the uh, designs for the character. And then you give the costume designs drawings to the animators, and then they three-dimensionally create the clothes. And then I, as a costume designer, come in and we talk about textures, how the what's the jean textures, what the t-shirt textures, what the hoodie textures. You know, then we do fittings digitally. So we actually go in and I go, okay, lower, you know, lower yeah, this. Or, how it you know, should look. Yeah, because mm. his body was terrible. I mean, he has a giant head, no neck, big fat belly, tail, and very short legs. Right. So <laughs> he's a mouse. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very terrible body to dress. And I couldn't really look tell him this. to lose weight. Look at that outfit. This is actually from Stuart Little 1. So we need to find the Stuart Little 2, which, see, that was also very cool because when the Stuart Little 1 came out, he was very conservative. You know, I think in the first movie they wanted him to be, no, like, in a little suit. But this was this was the uh, one, which I didn't do. Aggie Rogers did this movie. And then I got hired to kind of give him a makeover. So oh. when I actually went on an interview, I drew him in, like, a Prada suit and a skateboarding outfit and other stuff. So when the director was, like, so inspired he was like oh my god this is so cool now we all believe that this mouse was you know already lived with humans it's part of wow, the family so can we kind of give him a whole fresh look 
So I, I'm very good with makeovers. I kind of, that's yeah. my thing. You know, I mean, with Clueless, starting in my career, kind of started with Clueless, you know, which now it's... It, that was a big... Anniversary. A big deal. 25th anniversary. On, yes. On, oh, my God. It was amazing. Clueless. Yeah, it was all, amazing. Of all films. Yeah. yeah. That was so cool because, you know, I was, I was really young. I was starting in the, in the industry and uh, I met Emmy Heckling, the director of Clueless, on a pilot. Pilot didn't get picked up, but we fell in love with each other, you know, creatively, like we were just the peas in the paws, you know, in the old day bringing little tear sheets from magazines right, and right, like, oh, my yeah. God, I love this. And she loves hats and she loves fashion. And when we, um, oh, look at that. Yeah. So this is like the opening scene of the movie, which is, I think, the most famous outfit. Yeah. It's like the Marilyn Monroe white dress, you know, where everybody <laughs> knows it's the uh, the suit. The, the suit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's charming. Too. She's so charming. Yeah, was, you know, she was so ingenue. She was a young girl just yeah. coming into the industry. Emmy saw a video of her Aerosmith video, mm. and you know, picked her to do it. But yeah, when Emmy wrote Clueless, she called me and said, "You are the girl. I really want you to do this. You have the right sensibility because what we were doing, we were really bringing the fashion from the future. Right. Because at the time, 1994, everybody was wearing grunge." So I had to reinvent everything. I had to really look at the runways. I had to see what's happening in Paris and London and then bring that into the setting of the high school. Because I think, you know, that as a costume designer, you have to blend everything with this script. Who are the girls? You know, they're in high school. They're young. You don't want them to run around like, you know, snooty models. So everything kind of became, you know, more youthful. So, you know, yeah, yeah. there was the Mary Janes, the Overdini stockings, the knee-high, the plaid. <laughs> plaid, you know, plaid is always... It's, it's the schoolgirl, Catholic schoolgirl uniform. But what does Cher do? She goes and buys Dolce Gabbana suit, of course. You know, <laughs> course. yellow one, yes. Uh, I mean, same, there was a famous scene, you know, gym scene, which people love. It was all yeah. black and white. Again, you know, very, coming from very authentic place. So it's like, uh, what do people wear to gym class? That's black and white. That's so fabulous because that's where you are coming from, a realistic yes. atmosphere. But... It's special. Yes, you're taking it to another level. You know, what would these yeah, girls in yeah. high school... I mean, look at that. So every, you know, every one of them also reflects their character, you know. So Cher had the little spaghetti, very prissy. She's very couture, you know, with the white T-shirt, very simple, with her little Chanel uh, bottle holder that later on Karl Lagerfeld uh, copied me and put it on his runway. <laughs> um, we had, you know, Dion, uh, you know, Stacey Dash was very kind of funky. So for the gym, she, of course, wears a tuxedo shirt top with a little, you know, see-through mesh layer underneath shirt and her matching beeper and, of course, you know, to make her kind of cool and street bandana. And our fashion victim, of course, black and white stripes, you know, it's kind of like an old bathing suit almost, uh -huh. uh, 1920s gym outfit with all the stars and her, you know, she always had the hair, matching hair with her over-the-knee stockings for yeah, the gym class. Yeah, the other two and this one. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, you know, everybody. I mean, the, the when people you, think of extras, too, you have to dress all the extras oh, yeah, because, absolutely. you know, in this movie, if the extras showed up at 5 a.m., they were all wearing grunge. So every person had to be changed. You know, every person had to be elevated As, to the color palette, yeah. to the, you know, really feeling that we are now not in 1995, but in right. the future. Because uh, you leave out. I love this. Outfit. Yeah, you know. I and specifically love this. Thank you. You know, I love plaid. And I, you know, I'm European. I grew up in Europe. I'm very partial to kind of the timeless shapes, you know, like the peacoat, the berets, yeah, yeah. the yeah. hats, the... Yeah. Um, you know, empire little dresses with the cap sleeve, you know, and it was a little bit, there was a little flavor of Emma, you know, which is the movie is based on, yeah. uh, you know, so you, if you think of the, 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 you know, 1800 little 
cup sleeves and the empire. So there was always some flavor that it was yeah. very girly. Amy Heckling wanted to make sure that this feels like just fun and girly and empowering. And I think that's kind of the, oh, here it is. Look at that beautiful little uh, cap sleeve dress. And then Dion and her little bright, you know, funky, cool colors. And then um, Ty, who was Brittany Murphy character, you know, she got the makeover. She came to school kind of as the kids, what yeah, they were wearing. She was actually in the film. Right? She was in Brittany. the film, yeah. yeah. She had a really big, big makeover, uh, you know, kind of a arc in the film. She was brilliant. You know, she was really young. She was 17. Yeah. yeah, very sad that she passed. This is great. Yeah. So, you know, it was really fun to be part of something that now 25 years later lives in the consciousness of women yeah. and I mean uh, you know 25 years later the movie was just written up in Vogue again the movie it's was so written up in you, you, yeah, and, Variety and you I mean, have a great relationship with uh, I never got to know Amy I did oh, Fast she's, Times oh my god yeah. Oh, and see I, we are connected this, the three degrees of separation I, I swear know, to you no, we are just this is so I great know. to be with, in the room with you because I, I mean truly I was so green though. Oh then. my god! And it was raining, and I had to get them raincoats. And the oh. two girls are walking in the mall, and you hear, right? The nylon. Oh, I I didn't oh my know. god! The worst nightmare of a costume designer, right? I didn't know that that right. was the, the sound people were going to kill me. Right. I said, right. why? Right, but listen to this. <laughs> but you did such a beautiful job. I mean, it's Thank just. It's, I think it's another movie of hers that just really is timeless and it's so yeah. real. And you know how it portrays characters and and young people in a way that, yeah. you know, we can relate. And it's you know time where we could make movies with yeah. just different subjects and you know more kind of edgy stuff. You know, and losing virginity and all that kind of stuff that I think now it's so hard. You know, I think the nice looking at your work. You've got quite a roster. Thank you. Thank you. You do. Thank it's you. great. It's been a long career, a lot and of I work. Used to, every time fun. I saw you, because we never really ran into each right. other working. Right. But at those Christmas parties, yes. right? And you'd yes. come in with your dog. <laughs> I know. You were so adorable. <laughs> that's how I met. That's when I met you, actually. Yeah, thank you. And you left you. such an impression because you are a character <laughs> of a character, you know. Yes. You really are. It's, it's beautiful, though. Thank no, you. I love it. Thank you. I love it. You know, I love my work. I love, I, I mean, as a young girl, I was, you know, drawing fashion and little princesses and making collections for them and, you know, organizing mom's closet and dressing her up, all, you know, in Europe and telling everybody what to wear. So oh. it's it's really, it's it's been a great uh, life to be able to, you know, Use my talent and and make people happy and show things on screen. You have you such know, a and, great attitude. I mean, yeah. and you you lived in so many uh, places because of your your father's work. Yeah, yeah. I was actually born in India, um, and I lived there till I was three. My dad is Polish. My mom is German. So it's, then I moved to Poland. I lived in communist country in Warsaw till I was a teen. Then 1981 happened, and it was martial law. We had to get out, and uh, we moved to Germany, where my mom is from, and we. You know, I've been living in Berlin for many, many years. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, my teen teen years were in Berlin, which was very edgy, you know, kind of oh, very, yeah. very cool. Kind of, I think, okay, it has yeah, inspired music me. And underground music scene, and the underground clubs. scene and yeah. clubs, and you know, I mean, it's kind of like cabaret. You know, the yeah. movie cabaret. It's very cool. Um, so yeah, and you know, I I lived in New York and LA, and you know, all over. Uh, I mean, so I studied when did in you Europe. actually um, leave Germany? 
I was back and forth. You know, I came to the States and I studied a little bit in New York. I went back. Then I, you know, there were very close friends of my mother's who were in San Francisco and I heard about the Fashion Institute. So I went to San Fran but decided to come to L.A. She, uh, because I had better situation here in Los Angeles. So I went to Fashion Institute, studied there, then went back to Berlin, did my apprenticeship in the f- fashion firm in Berlin. Wow. But then I met somebody already here, Mr. May. <laughs> And so I ended up coming back. And, you know, during the time I was in school here, I met a lot of uh, friends from USC and UCLA, and they were film majors. And during the time, it was like, oh, you're doing fashion? Come help me on my film. And I helped them with a little thesis film, and that was my first really introduction. That is so cool. You know? That is and, so uh, cool. I fell in yeah. love with it because I really – I loved the, you know, creating the characters. I love reading the script. I know. Yeah, That's and really figuring, you know, psychology of the person and, and, you know, where they are when you start the film and where they are when they you end the film and, you know, the whole arc of their character and and blending the fashion and film together. You That's, know, it's yes. really cool. And I think you do that well as well. I, I mean, try. I think, you know, Pretty Woman, I mean, yeah. it's like it's a beautiful film because it's it really is about the character, but what you were able to inject into it is a lot of fashion. Yeah. And I think we have an, with that in common that we can kind of, you know, do it very well because it doesn't age. I mean, I think that movie is still beautiful. I mean, her costumes and the clothes yeah. she wears are gorgeous, yeah. you know. And I think I do that too where I try try to make it kind of timeless in a way, you know. Yeah, we have to. I yeah. mean, a film isn't happening the exact right. time fashion's happening. Right. Right, and you also don't want to date it. You don't exactly. want to be looking and at the phone going, oh, total, it's so 80s yeah. or whatever. But I mean, yeah. some are yeah. some. I mean, right. my movie Wedding Singer is very 80s, but that was purposeful. <laughs> but yeah, and then, you know, being able to, to you know, be in the business. And I mean, my beginnings were like videos, music videos, yeah, and, you know, yeah. Run DMC and Debbie Gibson. And, you know, when MTV started, I was. work with that. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, then MTV started. I did this crazy show with Julie Brown, the redhead, the downtown Julie Brown, the, the redhead. Yes, the LA Julie Brown, who was in Earth Girls Are Easy, uh-huh. and you know, she was a great collaborator. I, How you know, did you fall into that? Is so interesting. Right? I don't know. I mean, it's just you know, you meet people and you go to parties and you well, hang yes, out so and like you're you know, out there. I'm out there. Very friendly, <laughs> and you're terrific. <laughs> thank, no, you thank are. You're thank very you. special that way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So. You're not shy at all. <laughs> <laughs> thank you're, you. You've thank got you. the thank greatest you. personality. Aww, yeah, that's you. why they all love you. Thank really. you. Really. Thank when you. When you used to come, when you came to that <laughs> the first time yeah. that I actually connected with you, yeah. when you brought your dog, it yeah. was Christmas, and I just flipped out over you. And I said to Eddie, Eddie, yeah. you know, I said, Eddie, she is special. This, he said, Mona May is amazing. And yes, Aww, very thank special. You, thank you, thank and you. really, and we had the photo booth yes, set up yes, there. Yes, 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 with oh the costumes. God. Yeah, oh my God, Eddie's the best. He's such a supporter of us. And I think, he you know, one of the best people in the business, really, a, truly. A per, you as know. a person, a yeah, human being. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just, amazing. you know, he's always there for us. And, you know, big projects and small projects. I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing he, something small. Help me. And he's I like, no problem. He'll do you it. Know, no like, problem with any. Yeah, he took the yeah. Breakfast Club to Chicago for me. <gasps> Because I then got in, I was doing, John Hughes just kept me going, busy, uh-huh, uh-huh, here uh-huh. and there, right. and everywhere, because he didn't direct every one of his films, you oh, know, oh, yeah, wow. Howie Deutsch, oh. the, this other director came on, okay, and did Pretty in Pink, uh-huh. and 
The Great Outdoors, uh-huh. John Candy, uh-huh. and oh, um, what a great movie! Yeah, yeah you you have some great, great movies. Darling. He's really, amazing, yeah, man. Really amazing. Well, I was, I mean, I was gormless to be honest with you. I just wanted to design, and I just that that's how it all happened. Yeah. It's just that something. Yeah. Sort yeah, of like you, yeah. you love it. You want to be around I love it. it. I love you want to do it. You know, you can like learn and yeah. offer something yeah. up, and yeah. you have a certain kind of personality that yeah. works. Yeah, in this industry, yeah. you can't be. You have to. You be can't be grumpy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think it's hard to be grumpy. I think you have to bring a little light too. You know, I mean, we our hours are long. You know, I mean, we all know how diffi- how hard we work. We have to go out of town. We have to be away from our families. Um, you know, we have 5 a.m. calls. I'm definitely not a morning person, so I have to psych myself up for sure, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think you have to bring levity and you have to bring fun to the process. You know, I think actors, they but have a lot on their minds, you, you know. Because you have, yeah, sap off there. Thank you, darling. It's Thank very you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you know. So but many movies later, it's it's interesting, you know. It's like, wow, I, I haven't even counted my, my credits. But Your it's credits been, you know, are, are it's been a it's been a long run for sure. Squeezed onto this. They are, they are squeezed because I do a lot of TV and I do a lot of stuff. I did for years stuff with um, with Disney Channel. You know, I work with all those young girls. Like oh. I did Cheetah Girls in in India, and I, you know, I got to wow. do Lemonade Mud and all these Xenon and all these little fun projects that you know the girls just loved. And, and you, you just know, fell into. I just fell into it. You know, I did them in between the big movies that I did, and you know, just to have fun and again, you know, bring kind of the fashion to girls. you were even able to do, did you have an agent from the beginning? I didn't have an agent when I did Clueless. I actually, that was my first big studio film and I had to negotiate myself and I didn't really know what that I could ask for like, you know, car thing. And I just, (laughs) but I know I kind of negotiated my rate and in the little things that I knew about. And from, you know, once the movie came out and, you know, it was just a huge thing. I got the offers for different agents. And, you know, it was was really kind of opened the doors. It was great that a woman directed it turned out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. She's very talented. She is incredibly talented. Why isn't she doing anything? You know, she's, she's just loves to do her own stuff and write her own stuff. And, you know, she's picky who she works with and you know she's such a visionary that I think she's just picky you know she just doesn't want to do other people's work or you know she you know how it is you kind of get pigeonholed as a female director maybe you should just only do these things because you did Clueless and so and so so you know but she's brilliant and you know I'm I'm happy to call her a friend you know as well as Alicia Silverstone I mean all these years you know since the movie I will when you see her I will for sure I I will for sure she lives in New York Mostly, that's you know, probably yeah, why. Yeah, it's a good yeah. reason. Yeah, but you know, it's like those movies that you do. And I'm sure you have some of those too, and you connect with the actors and directors, and you kind of become lifelong friends, and you know, come in, come in and out of each other's lives because we all get busy, and you know, hopefully we get to do different projects together. I mean, like Rob Minkoff, you know, I did several movies with him, the Stuart Little, Haunted Mansion. You know, wow. so it's it's great to have these supporters that can get you, you know, yeah. and then when you're working with them again, it's like you already have the shorthand and, you know, they really trust you. And that's, that's really, really, yeah. I think, lovely. You know, same with the actors when you're working with actors, you know, a few times and they kind of... You can feel that 
trust, you know? Yeah, you God. And, yeah, you know, I mean, being in the fitting, it's tough for them. You know, you have to get naked and you have to get, like, you know, and nobody's oh, perfect. And, you know, like, how do you make them feel good and, you know, look good and, and you know, right for the part? It's a lot of little puzzle that has to come. And Just it's incredible, especially if they haven't got a clue uh, who their character is. Because they yeah. just wanted to do the movie, and they got yeah. it. They yeah. read for it, and they yeah. got it. And yeah. uh, So we are a big part of that. I think we are as costume designers. You know, We kind of guide them, and we show them the clothes, and in the fittings, you kind of yeah. figure that out. And they all of a sudden, they go, oh, aha. They got it. I know who I am. You know, yeah. So it's, it's quite no, it's, amazing. It's, it's like, like magic. Isn't that the best part? I mean, I swear, this is like when that happens in the fitting, it's like, oh. We did it. We found it, you know, through these little things. And, and sometimes it's so interesting because you can do, you know, boards and you can do, you know, presentations and you do all that, you know, discussions with the director and DP and the actors and, you know, you kind of have it all worked out. But truly not in the fitting when it all jives. And, you know, maybe that outfit that you thought it was the perfect one when is, the actor puts on, it's like really yeah. doesn't work. And then that brown sweater you just threw at the end of the rack is it's that's like, it. that's it. Oh, my God. You know, it's, I love that. I love that. But, uh, yeah. That's interesting yeah. because um, the films that you have done, basically, they use younger actors. Yeah. Not yeah. so seasoned. Yeah. So they were looking for who they were yeah. in each thing. Yeah. And that's an interesting time yeah. to get an actor who's just, like, blossoming. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, looking to you. Yeah. Which, that's what I found with the younger films, which was great. Yeah, and I think it's wonderful that, you know, to, to be in that position, too, because, you know, I'm, I'm such a champion of women, and I really try to empower them about their bodies. And, yeah. you know, it's okay to have, you know, be more voluptuous or, you know, have whatever you think, shorter arms or whatever, right. you know, ugly knees. Or, you know, how do you really kind of teach them that you know let's hide that that's okay we can do that very easily with the proportions and things and then let's find what's really you know maybe you have a great decolletage maybe you have a great neck you know beautiful upper arms whatever that is to show and give them the confidence you know and kind of learn so also when they go to do other films they understand what their body looks like and you know how to how to find it maybe you have a long torso you know so maybe those things are better that's what i yeah when i was doing pretty woman i mean uh and to dress her in that you know as a hooker as you know she does not have one of these hourglass bodies right so it was our job to figure out What's the outfit going to be that she tries to, you know, that she promenades on this? Yes. You know, what is it going to be? Right. So that's why I used the cut. So perfect. Because, yeah, and and she didn't have cleavage. Right. You know, it worked. Right. And it also wasn't too slutty. It was kind of still sweet. So you know that she was kind of a sweet girl underneath. You know, it wasn't kind of like too edgy in a way, but she kind of had the cool hat. I loved it. You know, and the color was brighter too, which I loved. The cool hat he took off my head. Oh. That was my Oh, I love that. That happens to me all the time. Walking, right? Because I'm a hat head as well. Yes, yes. Walking along Hollywood Boulevard before we started shooting, Gary Marshall come, uh-huh. just oh my god, reached up, that. took my hat off, and threw it on her head. And, and it was it perfect. That simple. It was perfect. No questions. Right. No talk. Right. Nothing. Right. I was like, right. 
the whole time. Right. So I think the people who are listening, especially I think the peop- the young designers who are starting out, you have to be very flexible. I think you have to be very open. Yeah. You know, you have to go with the flow in a way. I mean, maybe you have you are set on something very strongly, but then the director takes your head and puts it on the character, and it truly sometimes adds this little thing that you never thought about. But I love that head on her. I felt that was just so it's kind of so off fun. the cuff yeah. in a way and made yeah. her real and and kind of more street a little bit, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. I mean, you know, when I did um, Romy and Michelle and there was this final scene when they come out in their matching dresses, very famous scene, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. The pink and blue that dress. That was a great, that was a great. Such film. a fun movie to do too, yeah. you know, and people love it and dress, dress in those outfits for Halloween. You know, it was interesting because I was designing the costumes and then, just about maybe two nights before we were shooting it, Lisa Kudrow came and said, you know, what this mirror wearing? I just kind of want to go over the outfits again. And I was planning something a little different for her, a little bit more feminine, a little pretty. Um, and she said, you know, I don't know, maybe we should, the dresses should be exactly the same. And they were Empire kind of A-line dresses with Empire waist, you know, sleeveless. Right. And the shape. Was, the shape. And I was like, oh, maybe you're right. You know, and we kind of changed the concept and they became the same exact shape in very different colors. And, you know, right. the treatment of it, one had the pink boa, one had the beautiful, you know, blue shade mirrors, kind of more masculine uh, character. And it worked out perfectly. But, you know, I listened. I was open. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't say, no, no, we already did this. We don't really have time. And like, you know, I think when you open better things can come. You know, well, you're kind also, of like part of the process. Was, you understood where she was coming from yeah. at that moment. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. it was, okay, let me look at that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, as a costume designer, you have to be flexible. You have to be open. You have to, you know, collaborate. How do, I mean, you, how do you do your presentation of character before well, you start? Well, oh, my film? God, now now it's a whole different story because it's 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 COVID and it's everything is on Zoom, which is very difficult. You know, yeah. doing presentation on Zoom, I'm so not skilled with that. And I'm, I'm doing actually an animated film right now, and I was like, you know, I need I need like tutorial how to do it yes, you know yes. on Zoom. Uh, but usually, I mean, I I really I'm old school, so I, you know I do the research through the books and and I you know I go to historical books, I go to fashion, I go to you know yeah. paintings, um, really kind of look everywhere and 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 build That's this character. I, I, yeah, and then I, I, I love doing the big boards, you know, kind of like the big big giant foam court boards to kind yeah. of see myself. Where am I seeing this? What's the color palette? You know, what are the yeah. textures and kind of, you know, what are the accessories? Where are we going with it? And a lot of my movies have arcs. You know, what happens to the character? How does she change? What, right. what how would the clothes, right. you know, do in the, in, in, with the character? Like, you know, never been kissed when she starts kind of as an ugly, booky girl, you know, and then she goes into the high school with the crazy boa and, you know, the big lemon <laughs> purse. Yeah. And then you have, at the end, you know, she transforms. Look at this. And this beautiful young woman who really finds who she is. So now I designed this beautiful chiffon dress with the little, you know, ruffle around the neck that's kind of lower, that's pretty feminine, but it's strong, you know. So I love that. And that also, I look for all of those things when I prepare. Mm-hmm. You know, the, there is a great blueprint to talk to the actors, talk to the directors. Some directors like Amy Heckerling love fashion, understand it. You work with directors. They don't know nothing about fashion. No. What's A-line skirt? Uh, is it number A? Is it a letter A? a yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. So, you know, it's so interesting because so many. Yeah, oh. yeah. You know, that comedy, too. I oh, love, I love comedy. That. You know, it's like bringing some fun to the 
to the script, something fun, you know, something uh -huh. that people will remember, something that the actor can play with as well, you know, give something to the actor. But when you you have, let's say, you give, you're given the script, you get yeah. the job, you're given the yeah. script, you're told who your characters are, yeah. you start, how do you give your concept? Do you work with boards? Do you do... Uh, do you do sketches? Do you, what do you do? All different ways. I mean, I do boards always, but I think the sketches... Like collage boards. Collage boards, of Me course. Yeah, yes. collage boards, absolutely. I think that's like first what I do. Yeah, I, I, I think if that. the script needs the sketches, sometimes the script, you know, the, the script, everything is either store-bought or just kind of yeah. made, uh, altered, so... But you no, give a taste. Give a the, taste, yeah. But, you know, movies like Enchanted, movies, you know, how yeah. you mentioned, big movies that I have to do and all the CGI movies, you have to do sketches because then you, you know, whatever you're going to make, you have to make patterns. You have to, you know, exactly. have studio approve yeah. it. You have to have all that stuff that, that you're doing uh, to get the final costume. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, in Stuart Little, when I was designing the digital costumes, they were so expensive to build in the digital world. I mean, he had 16 changes. Wow, um, I think his budget was like six hundred thousand dollars. Little then, mouse, little mouse, <laughs> to build all the costumes in the digital way, CGI way. Do you know how to operate that? To to give it the to digitize the clothing and I don't. This is so computer. highly specialized. I mean, those guys are like you know they get. You work with those I guys. I work with those guys. So, you know, my communication is with the sketches. So that's why, like, when I was working on that movie with Felipe Sanchez, we did hundreds of sketches. And we would show them something. And then if they didn't understand it, I have to go in and then do the alterations virtually. You uh -huh. know? So I would, that's interesting. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. That takes a lot of patience. A lot of patience. And time. A lot of patience, yeah. I'm doing yeah. actually an animated film right now. Is this your sketch? This is Felipe Sanchez, the fabulous oh, Felipe Sanchez. Yeah, I, uh, yes. We love him. He's one of the incredible had... talents in this in our industry, and we've been so lucky. We actually went to a fashion institute together and uh, formed a beautiful friendship, and we still work together and That's you know incredible. collaborate for so many years. And you know, it's great to, to you have to... costumers that you work with all the time as well. Yes, I mean, you know, I do such a variety of different films, so it's and so much on location as well. So it's hard to keep the crew together. Yeah. You know, you try to keep the supervisor because they know you you try to keep the costume designer yeah. assistants yeah. you know but I do travel a lot I mean I did a movie in Bulgaria recently I mean India you know Canada is big right now so you can't bring people anymore you know yeah. it's very difficult so I do have a core crew that I go to you know and I do different specialty films so I also have to kind of go and choose the right people I just special the yeah, yeah yeah you really are doing specialties wow and I love it. I love, I mean, fashion is awesome. And, you know, I, I, I love kind of, I, I think that I always get called for the girly things to kind of, you know, I mean, Adam Sandler always calls me and I did a movie called Just Go With It when um, he, he asked me to just work with Nicole Kidman on that movie, you know, to bring and dress her and Brooklyn Decker. So I kind of get, you know, especially at the assignments because I can bring that kind of flavor, you know, that fashion and the character and also comedy, you know. Oh, he's fabulous. I, I mean, wedding singer, we go so way back. It's crazy. You I know, love we did, that. So you've worked yeah. with him a lot. He yeah. really, um, yeah, look at that. This is, yeah, this is from Wedding Billy Singer. Idol. So cool. Oh, he was so much fun. Oh, my God. It's so great because he had to wear this leather jacket. And he came. He's like, why is this leather jacket so new? So we like, you know, maybe we had half an Watch hour or something. This. <laughs> Watch this. And like people are driving over the, the jacket. You know, we sending it. We like, you know, everybody's like, put and, some and more dirt on it. Happy. You know, yeah. And he was so happy. Yeah. yeah. He is such a he, he was he was great. You know, working with him. Just I. I 
it's great to have people out of our industry a little oh, bit too yeah. to bring and they just enjoy it you know because yeah. it's something different for them and uh, it's it's really did you it's do real videos fun. at some point? Did yeah, you? I did like Run DMC and the B Gibson in the eighties, oh, you okay. know, early nineties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was like you know, just the, the beginnings, the beginnings, and some commercials, and you know, I I worked on a couple movies as an assistant, and I got in a union. So I always wanted to design. You know, for me, my my journey really was you know I was a designer but look at you your know. background I mean there's so much here it's crazy. <laughs> thank you thank I you. had no idea I, I'm tired just looking at my resume I'm t- <laughs> I, I, I don't you, should, you have to be tired I'm kidding this. I love it I, I just I'm like a little you know a this is quite bomb. impressive I'm telling you so impressive you. I had thank no you. clue thank you thank you and you know and I get involved I in all kinds of movies oh thank knew. you honey no <clears throat> but I also get involved in all kinds of movies. You know, I don't really always do the big ones, and I do small ones. I mean, there's a movie on Netflix right now that everybody should watch. It's called Banana Split. It was a tiny movie we actually shot uh, back east in Syracuse. Oh. In winter for L.A. <laughs> really always fun to, to do movies when it's really cold and supposed to be L.A. Um, but it's fun. It was really, you know, it was a really uh, great director. Uh, that I just was actually introduced to Amy Heckling, and he just was so passionate and, and such artistic person that I wanted to get involved. The writer, uh, Hannah Marks, uh, is a young woman who is incredibly talented. She's written some films, and she's also directed, and she acts. So she wrote the film, Banana Split, oh. and acted in it. So, you know, such a great community. Was, was this a Banana Split? Was it a young film? Young or? film. Young. Again, a very young film. It was a, a relationship, uh, you know, when you graduate from high school, the summer. Um, oh, there's our guy. Isn't that Sprouse? Yep, yep. He's so fabulous. Oh my God, he is so much fun. We had so much, you know. And it's like I, I'm just he's identical I, <clears throat> twin brother. Oh, it's amazing. So yeah. So you know, I really get involved for the projects. It's not always have to be the studio. It oh. always has to be my rate, you know. But I like to have my rate. But you know what I mean? It's like, like it's yeah. nice to be involved and be inspired and inspire others, and you know, and also reach different audience. Because sometimes with the big tentpole movies, you're just reaching <coughs> a certain kind of audience. Oh, but yeah. I like to yeah. inspire the young generations. You know, it's kind of like in my blood. That's what I enjoyed doing. My young films they live till today. Yeah. But I also love doing testosterone of course of course of course yes it's fun doing action yeah i did it was you know working with these uh guys that some of them had to prove themselves and some of them were just so naturally outstanding yeah yeah and they were fall right i mean just incredible yeah, like doing, yeah. you know, my diehards yes. with oh, Alan Rickman. So I mean, just oh meeting God. him. Yeah, yeah you get some good, you get some good directors. Guy. Yeah, very yeah. good. And that, you know, that's how we learn. I think we learn from the directors. We learn from the actors. But you're you know? so consistent in what you do, in how you do it, and who you do it with. It's quite amazing. Oh, thank you, thank you. It, but I try to, I try to also be out of the box. You know, I try to. I mean, eight millimeter was great with Joe Schumacher. I got to step out from the kind of you know comedy into a very dark set of you know snuff films and stuff so you know I, I i like to just kind of dip tip my toes in different things to learn and open it was actually a great uh, opportunity from joe to hire me because you know at the time i just did a lot of comedies and everything was kind of pink and bright oh, and so here Schumacher, and huh? shook really kind of you know 
he could see the artist in me, you know, that I'm not only how we get kind of, I think, as as, as people in the industry, yeah. actors, you know, oh, you're just the comedy girl, or you're just the drama girl. So it was really nice to have that um, trust from him that I could handle that kind of a movie, yeah. you know, and that just, you know, opened my repertoire up right. to, to different things, you know. He was quite interesting. I loved him. I really had a good time working with him because he was a costume designer as well at some point in yeah. his career. I mean, he was yeah. a window dresser. I mean, he did so many different things, uh, uh, you know, as an artist. So he understood the process. And I think that's it's a easier communication yeah. because I think a lot of people, even directors, don't understand how what it takes for us to really bring that one dress or that one, you know, costume that is the right one that fits the right way that's the right balance for the scene especially the when you work is. with someone like Schumacher who is a designer himself yeah. a costume designer yeah. of all of all things but yeah. he got it but he, yeah. he 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 really gave me the space and which is incredible and, and yeah. also gave good direction which i think is very important because you want to know i mean i think the worst is when you don't know what they want and you're jumping around the hoops and you're getting this and you're getting that and then yet another choice. Yeah, just like it but a little different. <laughs> right. Just like it but a little different. And you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? And it's 5 o'clock p.m. and we're supposed to shoot tomorrow at 6 a.m. And, you know, the stores are only open till 9 p.m. <laughs> right. And you still may have to bring oh, the seamstress, God. you know, I in the morning at 5 a.m. Right. Oh, there were right. so many. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, it's right. So you have to be on your toes. I think you always yes. have to be on your toes. Yeah. You have to be dedicated. Yeah. I think you have to love what you do. You have to really, you know, this is not an easy job. You, I mean, you have to no report to the actor. That. You have you to go shopping and you put, oh, isn't that great? No, 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 that's no. all they think about. Yeah. That that's so easy. Yeah. And we're doing character. We're building human beings. Right. But also we have to deal with budgets and with studios Absolutely. and with actors' moodiness. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they loved it yesterday, but today they don't like it. Yeah. And maybe they turn out. So Psychological you know I mean? presentation is what I call it. <laughs> I love that psychological presentation. I'm going to steal that from you. That's you great. Can, psychological you can. It works. presentation. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and then communicating with directors, and they have a lot on their plate, and you know, yeah. sometimes they really can't communicate what they want, and you know, it's, it's our guessing game. And again, you know, how do especially we... if they didn't write yes. the piece? Yes. If they wrote the piece, he's they have usually have a sense of where it should visually go. Yeah. Even if it's a little bit, they give you a little hint. Absolutely. But when they don't write it and they take over, uh, it doesn't always run so smoothly. Yeah. It, it For some reason, you know, yeah. they yeah. Uh, had a little different take on the way something yeah. should go. Yeah, yeah. And I hate being in the middle of, of, of something with a director who didn't, write the script and the one who did right. and right. Was, those situations are tough very you know, it's tough. tough it's very tough and we you have to deal with psychology all the time completely and I think diplomacy and knowing you know what yeah. to fight for and what not to fight for uh, letting it go and you need to let go yes. because you may not win the fight and it's not worth it you want the actors showing up on the set happy and if they just oh, throw the yeah. shoes in the corner and wanted something else or go barefoot you may be like okay just gotta happen this way and yeah 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 it's yeah. just it's just so crazy and then you get these overly professionals that just throw their clothes on and 
Oh, walk right isn't out. that wonderful? That's isn't that it. wonderful? Oh my God! I I just you know when when you come to an actor's trailer and things are folded, you're like, oh my God, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Mama taught you well. You know, it's like <laughs> no, it's hard. It's the, no one realizes number one the physical the physicality of being oh my a God. designer Absolutely. running around. Oh my in God! And oh my out God! And, up and, and I did it in, in heels for a while, <laughs> so many years in heels. Now I'm like, okay, you had a look. <laughs> I've I've reached the age I'm putting my cool shoes but <laughs> shoes now you know too many I, 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 I yeah. but it's you know it, it's I love it I just find that yeah it's it's such an interesting job and uh, you have a great way about you and a terrific personality thank you, and thank you, you thank I can see that. where you share and you get a lot out of what you do yeah and I think now it's time for me to to share you know I mentor a lot of designers young designers and you know I teach I lecture um so that's kind of where you know I'm going with it now too I want to like give back to you know mm -hmm. and kind of mm -hmm. I kind of give my enthusiasm and also inspiration to others and and, you know, it's harder now. It's harder to, it's such a different world. And now we have COVID, you know, how do you get inspired? How do you kind of find your way? Uh, how do you believe in yourself to who you are? Because it's like, mm -hmm. I think you could have done Clueless. It would have been probably as beautiful, but just different. So I think everybody has to understand that, you know, we all have our unique point of view on things. And that's what we bring to the pictures. And yeah. that's how you get maybe well, picked by a director. Well, that's why they hire you, too. Because right, right. they know and feel that you have that imagery. Right, right, right. Or that you just have special imagery, period, and trust yeah. in you yeah, to do it. Yeah, it's, it's tough business. No one gets how yeah. psychological presentation, everything, yeah. everything. Yeah. It, yeah. It, you talk yourself blue in the face. I yeah. mean, so many times uh, I've been told, this is what has to be. And, right, right. And I say, I really want to give that to you. But I don't know if it's really possible, and if or if it's right, and if we go, right. yeah, if yeah. we're reading the part, yeah, what about it comes from here? Then it suddenly goes here, right? I, and right. I, you're talking right. to the director, the writer, right. whoever, whatever. You got to share that vision that you have, how you got stuck and it didn't work. Yeah, tell me how I could make yeah. that work. Yeah. You know. And so many are, are terrific about it, and right. so many go, hmm, right. what do you think she is, you know? Right. I mean, but right. what is that? And and you have to work through it. You have to attitudes. figure it out. You yeah, have to you work got, through it. I mean, there's no way. Yeah. you got to just, you know, okay, you take the fight. Like, you just, you know. No one realizes how psychologically uh, imbued each project is. Yeah. And different yeah. personalities yeah. come together to do one story. And it is a collaborative process. I mean, totally. filmmaking is yeah. really, you have the director, you have the director of photography, you have the production designer, you have the costume designer, you have the prop master. Yeah. And I mean, you have the set decorator. You know, we all have to speak the same language yes. to create the images that are cohesive. You know, if the if the interior decoration doesn't match what they're wearing, it's like, you know, if you don't really believe that the character, you know, if well, like, that's, they, yeah. they wear a super uptight outfit, but they, the house is messy. It's like, well, they probably wouldn't really live in messy outfit if they are so particular what they wear. Right. You know, so it's interesting. We have to communicate. Communication and, and, and uh, sharing, I think, is really important. I love doing that, though. I love uh, bringing an actor that's, you know, giving him what he's never really had but would have yeah. loved. 
Yeah. And I had that with John Candy. Oh. I dressed him as if he was a tall, slim kind of guy. I just I love that. Did, made him everything from that. his coats, oh. everything. Oh. But I wanted him to just look like a regular guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. nothing like, oh, because he's so humongous. Right. Why wouldn't he still look good? Yeah, and see, that's the magic. That's the magic that we can bring, yeah. you know, kind of like... He, you know, dressing the mouse and making him look like he's going to the gap, you know, and he really did. So it's very cool that, that, you know, we can really... Oh, I have to tell you something very funny. I did this film with John Candy and Uh Dan Aykroyd, too, uh, The Great Outdoors. Yeah. And I couldn't find a cool sweater Mm -hmm. for John Candy. So I had these women knitting. They were doing two sides. The sweater was so enormous. It weighed so much. We put it on him, and it looked great at first, (laughs) but it was growing because it was so heavy. It was huge. It was a dress. The weight of the stitches. And and I kept thinking, what are we going to do with this? Oh, my God. I love that. I love that. Thankfully, you have fittings for that, and you can make sure that, you know, it's not on the day, and then it's like... Well, it was almost on the day because they weren't. These women are trying to (laughs) sew this sweater that's the size of the carpet. I mean, God bless him. May he rest in peace. He was just something else so funny i mean those stories are amazing you know we all have them and it's just you know the last minute things and stuff not working out or i mean you know i've i had moments where you know i had the actor in the outfit and we dyed the fabric and then you know he got wet and then he had you know some of the dye came on the skin you know it's just like oh my god thank god they didn't report us you know it's like they were just we were all laughing about it you know it's cool but you just you know those are the things yeah you know When I was in England at Pinewood, we were doing just a little American film, really sweet film, but we built the lock, the lake, Mm -hmm. on a stage in Pinewood. But in order to keep it healthy, they had to put chlorine and various things so they don't have germs. So my actress went in the lock. (laughs) <laughs> and came out in a different color. Oh, outfit. my God. <laughs> Thank you for telling me this. I'm going to remember that Don't, because that could actually, should, seriously, sure. I would not think about that. Like, that is... Who would have imagined? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was Penelope Ann Miller. I oh said, my God. what did you just do? She oh said, what did you do? <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, listen, young people, you know, those are the crazy stories you're going to come oh, across. And, like, you know, fun too. stories I mean, that you have in your own little disasters. Right. And, you know, like, oh. make sure you take the white shirt because it's going to glare on camera, you oh know. Oh, my God. Or now you have all the very sensitive cameras, too. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was when I was working on, on Santa Clarita Diet, we had these super high-tech cameras. So not only, like, regular things that would strobe, like stripes or little checks. Yeah. The weave of the fabric started wow. strobing. It was a, I think, J. Crew shirt that had the weave was woven in that way, cotton that strobe. And they would call me in and I was like, why are you putting the stroby things? I was like, it's it's a plain blue shirt. And then we looked and just that's how the weave of the cotton was that was creating some kind of like a check or whatever. And the camera picked it up. A pattern. A pattern, you know. So it's just really just the things you learn on a job. Right. Who who, who would think such a thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
It's so crazy. I love those kind of stories because yeah. they make they humanize yeah. our 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 situations yeah. and yeah. the actors yeah. and us. And yeah. It just, it's and I think the experience gives us also like, oh, you know what? I went through this crazy thing and I I I made it happen. And it's all good. So you kind of have more confidence. You know, you can kind of handle yeah. anything. And I think that comes with, with, you know, doing a lot of projects and kind of going, yeah. okay, you know, I'll figure it out. It's and gonna, getting it's... things wrong. Yeah, in, it, yeah. It, in Amy's film Fast Times, yeah. it started raining. And so we were, we were in a, um, uh, a mall. And I got them rain gear that they wore on camera because they had to for however right. the scene right. was going to happen. But what did I know? They're, they're talking to each other, the girls, and you hear psh, psh, <laughs> oh, the no, nylon they're... of the raincoats. Oh, 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 the sound my people are God, like, water was... up! <laughs> You're killing the sound. What are you doing? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yep. Who knew? Yep. We don't know that. I mean, oh, shoes that make noise. Oh my oh, God! Oh yeah, no, click, 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 oh, click. Now we God. have to put the little rubber things underneath the shoes. So you know? yeah, yeah so, so when you see those ugly things in yep. the, the rental shoes, yep. yeah, yeah, for that reason. Beautiful. But I, those stories are so great. They're yeah. priceless. I they mean, are. They, they are. And everybody a, has them. You know, we all have them, and and. They help us grow, which is good. You know, which is I good. love having you. This is oh, so much fun for you. me with you. Thank you. And I, I. I'm so glad that you got here. That's oh, all I can say. I'm so so forward oh, to It's lovely spend, to you know. It's like I just I don't love want to spend you. time with you anyway. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And how can we find you? Well, I'm big on Instagram. You can find me in, at it's Mona May. So it's not just Mona May. It's Mona May. It's Mona it's Mona May. Mona May. Okay. And please go and check out my website. It's fabulous, monamay.com. And you can see more of the work and process. And lo- you can look up the Stuart Little I sketches and, you know, the Enchanted and some of my animated work. And and please, you know, look around for Clueless. There's been so much fun just seeing it all over the press right now for, you know, the 25th anniversary. Isn't that so really lovely. 25 years. 25 years. You know, I'm super proud and I'm so glad that it's, you know, still lives in people's hearts and people love the movie and you know the fashions are still cool and they are cool yeah they yeah are. i'm very and proud of this cool. it's yeah. still cool you yeah. know which is really great and uh banana split on netflix just dropped so check it out everybody okay yeah. <laughs> okay i'm really looking forward to it and i want to say thank you for being here oh, and really. i want to thank Eddie Marks with Rag Vans. We love you, Eddie. Sponsor. Thank we you. Love You're the Eddie. best. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're the and, best. Yeah. yeah. And you could find me at designinghollywood.com and uh, well, a few other things. Designing Hollywood. <laughs> She's around. Uh, podcast, <laughs> Designing Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. around. She's so, an icon herself, so you know where to find her, everybody. But uh, I'm yeah, so yeah. grateful for well, having thank you again. having me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> because it's ciao, everybody. <laughs>